0: Come, let's go into the studio. I'll show you some new pictures. Please don't ask me to explain I just don't think it's possible. I paint. I can only describe this as a drive. You're listening to Painter Man. Welcome back to another installment of Painter Man. I am your host, Sam. Recording from an undisclosed location north of Boston on a rainy Wednesday, September 9th. September 9th? September night. September 13th, 2023. And I'm recording this on a forced break. Because I was mere moments away from wiping out an, an entire day's work. And now that I'm looking at it, uh, that would not have been good. But I was thinking about it. This painting I, I started yesterday, I worked on all day yesterday full day thought I had finished it if you recall last episode I talked about trying to work more on in a one shot one shot paintings wet into wet and uh, that was the whole episode last time different installments of me throughout a day. So, another large, not large, this is like sort of big painting. Um, man sitting on rocks looking out over the sea, and I really wanted to uh, accentuate the clouds in this one. The sky. But, the paint was actually so wet that I actually needed to let it sit overnight in order to add some more pure white in the clouds and... The, the the rocks. I was not satisfied yesterday with the rocks, so I came in today. I needed to add some more rocky texture. More volume. Didn't look like the guy sitting on something that was really substantial. There, there was no weight at the bottom of the, of the piece. In order for the sky to feel so expansive, there has to be something weighing it down, weighing the piece down. And now that I'm looking, I wonder actually. This this piece might it actually might not be big enough to really achieve what what I was hoping to. But anyways, um, it's it's okay. I came in today, spent a few hours working on the rocks, adding some touches here and there, and then I just I, I started spiraling. Just couldn't wasn't satisfied with it. Colors, everything's looking too grayed out, a little too muted. I felt like wiping it out. What just happened? Why did that just do? Anyways. So I said, no, 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 no. Let's uh make some coffee. let's sit down and let's record a painter man coming up some listener voicemails listener questions and that brings me to one bit of housekeeping if you listen to the show on spotify you're subscribed on Spotify, you can leave me a voice message. Go to my page, click my page, you'll see a thing that says send voice message. You can do that, and if you do that, I'll probably play it on the show. I'm going to do that tonight. You can also participate in uh, Q&As. Each episode, I will leave a question our listeners to respond to in writing it doesn't have to be a voice message. There's uh, some nice interactive features there. That's only on the Spotify feed. Similarly, only on the Spotify feed will be the Painterman Music Special, the Painterman Music Extravaganzas. I mentioned last episode that I was going to do music shows where I just play songs, hang out, hang out with people, and it's, uh, just playing music, and that was, I said that was going to be on Mixcloud, but it's not, it's not going to be on Mixcloud, I don't want to have people going to another app, just having, it's just too, it's too, but in order to play music, um, get around legal stuff, and all that, blah, blah, blah. Spotify lets you do that, but those episodes will only be on the Spotify feed. So if you're a subscriber to the show on Apple and you hear that I put out a music episode, that will you'll have to go over to Spotify. It'll be there. And I'll probably do one of those every other week. And then one of these every other week. Capiche? What else? Working on a beautiful new website. Which will be unveiled soon. That will have a store. There's going to be a nice big sale. Things on sale, things not on sale, but things to buy, and love. Ba-ba-ba. Rainy rain. Looking out, looking out my window. And it's been raining a lot. September is off to a weird start. September's off to a very weird start. Well now we're 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 in the middle, we're entering the middle. But the first few weeks were strange. I'm sort of recovering from uh, uh, injury of sorts, which last week felt really bad. Knocked, re- pretty much took out, took me out for the whole week. So my whole week was was totally screwed up last week. I thought I had a, a bad hernia. It, turn, it turns out it was just a uh, what they call a sports hernia, which is just a lesser it's really more of just a tear. But man there's just something in the air and you could hear it you talking to other people. I guess Venus was in merger, merger grade oh my god Venus was in retrograde I guess I don't really know what that means it means things were off but yeah I was on such a run productive run, so, you know, there's bound to be weeks where you're just, you just gotta take care of your health, one thing, but also you, just, you can't always be pumping work out and uh, take a moment to recalibrate, take care of administration stuff, but, so I actually... I got this injury. I was I was working out. It's the thing I don't talk about on my, on the show or on my social media, but it's actually something I I do a lot. A big part of my life. It's very important. Physical fitness to me. It's important to me. I exercise quite frequently, and I was doing squats and lunges and I've had I've had pain in this area for a while and I've ignored it because it was it just was I thought it was always just a reoccurring exercise injury, uh, uh, pain soreness anyways thought I, I did something really bad pulled it felt it throughout the day, radiating pain, radiating from my groin into my abdomen, really felt like fucking shit, felt like I was vomiting, like I was going to vomit, I mean, felt like vomiting. You're listening to Painter Man. Of course, I had to try to make content of of this situation at the time. How could I not? I didn't even know what it was going to turn into. So, I, I I thought I was gonna. I went to the urgent care, which is kind of close to where I live. That day, I never do stuff. I, I barely. I'd never go to the dog. I don't do things like this. So for me to even consider that it was uncomfortable it was uncomfortable and I didn't know what was Was thought thought maybe uh, something was up with my appendix you don't know you start, you start panicking go on WebMD, start looking up things that could happen pain in your abdomen, in your gut you know, you start thinking the worst but of course, anyways so what I'm about to play now Because why not? Uh, This is for the Podcast Hall of Fame. Really, right here. Uh, The next two minutes or so. This is from last week. It is two in the morning. There we go. uh, Thursday morning. September something. 7th. And I'm lying in bed, recording this because I can't sleep. I'm recording into my phone. And I can't sleep because I think I, well, I know I have a hernia. And it's in a lot of pain. I'm in a lot of pain and discomfort at the moment. I am lying in bed just like Matisse, the way he would lay in bed and cut out his shapes. You can't stop the painter. I threw on some Antiques Roadshow UK. Been watching a lot of that when I need to chill and mellow out lately. The UK version, not the American version. I prefer the UK version. Mika, my cat, is looking at me very strangely right now. What do you think? This is good? Is this good or bad? She's moving her ears. From they were they were pinched back. She's relaxing. Is this a good bit? <laughs> I really do have a hernia. This isn't a bit. Fuck, as I'm talking, it's like a burning. It's like burning right now. It's like a burning sensation. And I went to the doctor today, so that was. That was what took me out of going to the studio, and. You know? That's life, right? Oh man, this shit sucks. Absolute garbage. Good stuff, uh... So... That was about a week ago. And that doctor that I went to was... Was not... He was not very helpful. And he just basically... He was just like, you're gonna have to deal with it." it. Sucks don't exercise for a few weeks, which is terrible for my mental health. Um, uh, I'm already, that's, uh, there's no way I can go a few weeks, but he was like, you just, it's just something you're gonna have to deal with. It's gonna be a reoccurring thing. You'll aggravate it at times, and then it'll come back, and and this is all probably true. I'm, you know, this is part of it getting older. But uh, two days later, I was in crazy pain. Really crazy pain, and breaking out into cold sweats, really clammy. So I mean, I thought I my appendix burst at that point. I thought so because the pain now was in in like my guts, like in the center. My whole guts center, of my stomach had had moved upward. So something was fucking weird. But go to the emergency room, get a CAT scan, this Toshiba machine. This, uh, like a giant CD player. It's pretty cool. I don't think I had ever had a CAT scan. Well, it turns out just uh, I don't have a it certainly wasn't it wasn't an appendix thing, so that's good. And it's just a tear from exercise. This is all a big, big lead up to to not a really exciting ending. Turns out, yeah, you just just chill for a week or two, you're fine, you don't need surgery, thank god. I thought they were gonna have to cut me open, I thought they were gonna have to put a thing a mesh to keep my stomach from dropping into my sack or uh, however it works. telling you this because it goes back to the whole thing about working on paintings in one session versus over <laughs> time amazingly it, it does connect to that and it will co- also connects to something else I'm going to talk about later uh, so the after this whole thing whole day at the emergency room spent a whole day. Five, five hours, six hours. I don't know, it's a long time. They, they make you sit there a long time. Uh, I decided to go to the studio, and in that state, um, I, I work on this this painting that had been sitting there that I knew wasn't done been sitting in my studio for a few weeks not done but I started working on it when I was in this extreme pain I'm thinking back my my timelines a little screwy I actually I worked started working on it the night before I went to the emergency room so again I'm like probably delirious with pain that was a thing the guy the guy at the, the emergency he said The nausea, the clamminess, all that—it wasn't that there was anything. It's—it's one thing to the the tear. It's in your—you know—it's pressing up against things, so your your guts are gonna feel weird. But he just said it was probably just pain and and anxiety. Was probably really what it was. So I'm in this state because I'm you're anxious about what's happening to you and why you feel this way, and you. So I'm in the state, and I go back, and I work on this piece. Totally thought I fucking fucked it up. Because I just started going back into it like a madman. Again, it wasn't done. It had been sitting there for weeks, which is bad. It's really hard to enter a painting again when it's been sitting there for weeks. And then to kind of go back into it when I'm in like a crazed kind of loopy state, I mean, you heard that recording. I'm sure people will be like, that recording sounds exactly how you always sound on this podcast. Probably does. Uh, so I think I uh, go back into this I'm painting over water, I'm painting over flesh, painting this woman's face, adding skin colors that weren't there, start having fixing her eyes, repainting her eyes, repainting her entire face. The other one looked great. It's nuts. And then the next day, I'm in the emergency room looking at what I did. And I'm saying, oh, my God, I overworked it. Why did I do that? I didn't even listen to my own show. I talked about last week how you got to just finish it in one session. Otherwise, it's over. And I'm, I'm saying, oh, my God, what did I do? So then after that, I go back. I come back. And I'm determined now to save this piece. And I'm fighting against my own body. That should be laying down. (laughs) Cause... I'm uncomfortable. And... I think I did it. I think I brought it brought it to a point where it's salvaged and you can see this piece on instagram.com slash sam.spano my instagram account and it'll be on my website soon because it came out fine came out okay it's called silent sea it's a woman's head above the ocean she's in the ocean at night and she's staring out at the viewer came out nice looking back i like the water in stage one well no it's actually like stage three this thing has actually gone through many stages if i look on my instagram because i posted a picture of it uh a progress picture of when i had just started it August fourteenth. Oh, like literally almost a month ago. So it's gone. It went through a lot of phases. The water and the woman's face changed a lot, many times. And there was one stage before the hernia, the sports hernia. The guy says you got a sports. It's not an actual hernia. It's it's what we call sports hernia. It's just like it's like their waves like I don't know. It's kind of like it's not a hernia. It feels as bad as that, but we can't actually call it. That. But I'll just keep referring to that. Anyways, I feel okay now. Tinges here and there throughout the day. But I'm gonna be back I'm gonna be back hitting the weights I'm gonna be I gotta move I have to move my body it helps with anxiety and depression which only really I only really feel those things when I feel uh, useless or when I feel when I don't feel I have a, a purpose or a, a and that comes back to the art. but when I move and I get some movement in, it helps me organize my thoughts it helps me clarify my purpose. It challenges me. It's good to challenge yourself break it breaks me out of uh, you know painting could be very cerebral isolate so I, I like to do these things to break me out of that, to refocus me and then also for vanity Painter Man you've got voicemail voicemail for Painter Man voicemail for Painter Man voicemail for Painter Man okay you heard that we got voicemail Ugh, I did not expect to talk about exercise so much but it is a podcast and that's what it seems like most people do. talk about pod you talk about exercising you talk about uh, your diet and that brings me to voicemail number one tonight from James James out in LA James what is the proper diet of a painter day to day what was that what is the proper diet of a painter day to day hmm What is the proper diet of a painter day today? Uh, Proper diet. I can't say what the proper diet is. Everyone has different dietary needs. You have to eat what makes you feel good and healthy. Again, I exercise to feel good, to feel energized. I didn't say that before, but it actually gives me energy. Keeps me from feeling sloth. Falling into that purposefulness. Purposelessness, I mean. Oh my God, I'm flubbing all over the place tonight. Whatever. So you have to eat. what makes you feel good food is very important to me because i like to exercise and because i am currently involved in a strength training program i food to me proper diet is uh as uh i i like to eat a lot of protein i like and that will come from eggs i like to eat eggs i like to eat chicken i love to eat beef Love fish I will eat a lot of vegetables as well well let me get specific let me just say what I ate yesterday I was in the studio all day, full day, 12 hours so I'll go through the whole thing because I brought, what I'll do when I know I'm going to be here all day is I'll bring a cooler I'll bring food. I'll try to bring food most of the time. In order to make sure I'm eating good things. So I'm not ordering out. Because again. I do try to pay attention to what I'm eating. I have to. For me. For me. I can't say what's proper for you. What I will say. Before I get into my diet. My diet. Food diary. Uh, I like to have snacks in the studio. Definitely, uh, being starving is not productive. So if you're starving, try not to be. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's helpful. But also, can't be too full. If you're really full, you get logy and, and way down. So. I'll try not a proper diet for the painter, man. Even though I will, I love, I love eating pizza, pasta. I I try to avoid those things, especially if I'm working. I will never eat that stuff when I'm actually in the middle of working. But I try to avoid those things in general. But of course, I will eat them I'm not someone who goes nuts with diet when I'm social, out with friends or family. I eat whatever. I don't try to, I'm not picky. I don't try to make a big stink about my diet. I do enjoy life. I indulge often. Don't get me wrong. But ideally, low carb, high protein, healthy fats. No uh, processed food, yes dairy, no, uh, I don't know, this is so boring, <laughs> this is, I don't, I, I care, I, I read about this stuff a lot, I, I like, but I find talking about it is not interesting, but anyways, back to James from LA. Proper diet, So, stuff that gives you energy, doesn't weigh you down, makes you feel healthy, makes you feel good, makes you feel smart, vegetables help the brain function. That's what protein, if you don't eat meat, you still need protein, it helps the brain function. So, this is, a, I, I really, aside from, I was joking about vanity, you know, but I... Food and diet and exercise is important because I need my brain to function. I need my body to function and not be injured in order to make paintings. In order to make the best artwork and creative work I can do, I want my body and brain to be operating at optimal levels. That's a fucking... that's the bottom line. And I live my life with that in uh, in mind so with this whole hernia bullshit and the ensuing weird gut problems I have been experiencing the past week because of it gut health has been my focus with my diet so I've been eating a lot of yogurt and I've been eating a ton of kimchi I love kimchi kimchi is a great snack it's a great thing to eat it's really good for your gut it feels good uh, apple cider vinegar so I've been trying to eat things like that they're that good for my gut and things that I could easily digest Yesterday, uh, to the studio, I brought a cooler, I had hard-boiled eggs, I had a jar of kimchi. What else did I bring? I had yogurt. I always have seltzer in the studio. Drink a lot of seltzer. I've also been weaning off coffee, even before the hernia because I am a coffee addict, and I was getting to dangerous levels over the summer. Drinking an insane amount of coffee, in the studio especially. So, uh, the last few weeks, three weeks of two cups a day, but I've been drinking uh, iced green tea in the studio. So I had one of those but I did have a coffee. I had, I actually, because I came here early enough, breakfast time, that I hadn't had any, so I, I brought a nice coffee and a green tea for later. This is exciting stuff. Uh, what else, there was something else. Oh yeah, leftover, I had leftover chicken, that was dinner the night before. you know, there you go, that's what I was saying. Lean, lean mean, lean mean fucking fighting machine. Uh, Sometimes if I need a pick me up in the studio, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of dark chocolate, maybe a little bit of peanut butter chocolate treat once in a while. Beef jerky is a great snack I love. Listen. This is what works for me. Carrot sticks. Hummus. Fantastic. Sometimes I'll bring that. Voicemail for Painter Man. Voicemail for Painter Man. Voicemail for Painter Man. I'm curious if you ever get aroused by the figures you paint. If so, is this feeling detrimental or beneficial to the end product? Huh? I'm curious if you ever get aroused by the figures you paint. And is that detrimental to the end product? Uh, that was from REM REM in Massachusetts. The Rem Dog? Was that from Jerry Remy himself? The Ghost of the Rem Dog? Um, no, I can't say that I am attracted to... <laughs> no, I can't say that I'm attracted to the figures in my work. Um, not Not as figures. Not as not as the paintings this is an interesting question here we go i just want to put something on in the background um so if i'm of course i want if i'm painting a figure yeah i want it to look to me pleasing aesthetically pleasing to me, uh, because that's important to me with my w- in my work. That's one reason I make art, is I I want to make something that's beautiful or comforting or thoughtful or you know I mean, so that's the energy I'm trying to put out and put into my work. So yes the figures, the faces, I am going for a look that feels right to me, but I wouldn't describe it as sexually aroused or even attracted. If I'm painting someone that I have feelings for, whether, and it's not even not even romantic, even if it's just platonic feelings that may come out in the work. You, uh, that's you may get a sense that I feel that this isn't just a stranger maybe. Maybe by the way I paint it or the way I depict someone. I suppose if it's someone I actually know, that I'm also more conscious of trying to make them look how I see them. And if it's someone I'm going to going out of the way to paint, I obviously see them in a good light. Because again, that's just, that's what guides my work. I'm not painting people to be grotesque about it. Um... So, again, is it detrimental? So, uh, am I aroused? So, And I'm answering this completely seriously. I don't know if you're some kind of jokester or not. Leaving a voice message with a fake voice, too. If you're going to do this, people... Give me a real voice. Don't give me a robot voice. Alright. Uh, so... This is an interesting question, though. Where was I gonna go with this? I think the feeling of trying to get it completely right is less about feeling attracted to the work or trying to make, like, sexy work or paint sexy women or women that I want to sleep with or, you know, it's which I think you're implying. It's what I'm trying to communicate. So even with the face that I got so caught up in painting last week that I thought I ruined and then brought back, it's that this is the main focal point of the painting. So how do I get an (laughs) expression? Excuse me. How do I get an expression that communicates the feeling I'm trying to capture and that pursuit can get obsessive and then I will get obsessed with the person the figure and in this case it's it's an imaginary person I will get obsessed with the literal painting in a way that will make me feel crazy Obsessed, like you may, uh, in a in a weird romantic situation, even. So it it can drive you to that point at times, and maybe that drama does need to be there for the painting to feel alive. So whether it comes from a struggle like that, where I think I ruined it and then I bring it back, and ba 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 ba, or whether it comes from a drama of me making the painting in one day and I set the challenge of myself, I set the restraint of myself, and in a way that creates this tension, because that's what you—that's what it's about. Tension. So whether it's uh, like a, a sexual tension or just an emotional tension, any kind of emotion, that yeah, that needs to be there in the work, and that feeling. That will go. That doesn't have to be a painting. With uh, that, is a figurative painting. I mean, I could feel that way over just a seascape, just a, an animal painting. Doesn't mean I'm aroused by my work. What it might mean is that I'm enraptured with with the process of making my work, and I'm obsessed with the pursuit of, of getting with of perfection which is never possible but that makes me crazy. I have perfectionist tendencies that make me nuts. And so I, uh, everything I do I'm setting up uh, little things Restraints and goals. Uh, I'm distracted by the background music here. It got very, got very erotic. Right at the right time. <laughs> Anyways, so Rem Dog, your question got me thinking about. Well, I don't know if there's any cases of anyone that literally was aroused or wanted to fuck their paintings. But there is cases of people becoming so enraptured with art itself that they didn't make That's the difference. I was trying to find if there was a term for when someone felt that way about something they made or they were in the process of making. But there's Stendhal syndrome. Stendhal. Stendhal syndrome. And that—that's when you become kind of overcome with some profound emotion over artwork that you're seeing. So it's not not as you're making it, but it's someone else's work that you have encountered um, that kind of sets you into this reverie, uh, manic, uh, almost hallucinatory kind of thing. Let's see. Um, I got this this video here. I'm gonna play this little clip. This guy. This guy looks like Mark uh, Marin. More of these Stendhal's disease. Stendhal disease. You can only get in its official form in the city of Florence. And Stendhal, the well-known, what was he? Philosopher or writer or hockey player or. S- right. Writer, yes, the well known writer, thank you, Stendhal, who describing the first time he came to Florence and this sense of vertigo and nausea and complete loss of control that came from seeing one too many amazing, priceless, unmatchable frescoes, where you get into a manic state from it and you can't take it anymore, and you come out running like a wild boar through the streets of Florence. This occurs with some regularity there, and this is termed Stendhal Syndrome. There are papers written about the subject. There are papers written about the subject. There are papers written about it. That's awesome. Uh, So there's that. They made a movie. Dario Argento made a movie called Stendhal Syndrome. Um... Which I haven't seen. I heard it sucks. It's a horror. I might do a horror... Throughout October. There's so many horror movies. Art-related. Painter, killers... Things set in museums. I might... Might include some of these. So maybe I'll watch that. And I'll talk about it. So that... I've, I've never experienced this, I can't say I really ever have, again, the only thing I've ever experienced close to this is just a maddening uh, obsession with, yeah, with my own painting, but it, again, it doesn't have to just be a figure. And at that point, it is, it is about so much more than the figures. And the, who that person is. And so often, the figures aren't real people I know. So... No... No, I can't say, I can't say you, I don't even, what was Remy's main gist here? No, I don't need to be turned on, but it sure helps. There's also that, there's the, there's that thing where people fall in love with objects. Like, they fall in love with the Eiffel Tower. Objectophilia. Yeah, you... you and, but that's not just art, but it is sculptures. There's people who... The Statue of David, the Eiffel Tower, bridges, cars. So I'm sure there's been people who've fallen in love with like a painting as an object like that fallen in love and wanted to and they've probably been obsessed with the figure and the painting in that way not in the Stendhal way where they cause Stendhal sounds like you're totally just you're overcome like you can't control it like you're just you're just hit hit with it And then objectophilia is like this kind of simmering, burning love. I could see it. I could see someone feeling that way towards, uh, I don't know, X. That's a good one. Well, it was an episode. Talked a lot about food. Talked a little bit about exercise. Talked a little bit about wanting to fuck your paintings. be back soon it's another episode another installment of Painter Man please tell your friends tell your family tell your neighbors tell a stranger and I'll talk to you soon bye bye listening to painter man to learn more visit samspano.com instagram.com sam.spano follow the show on spotify to answer q a send a voice message and much much more your voice message may be heard on the next episode of painter man